Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for February 9th, 2020. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Okay, we uh, had UFC 247 last night at the Toyota Center in Houston. Got two new videos up on the blog from that show. Uh, The first one is Valentina Shevchenko defending her UFC flyweight championship against Caitlin Chukagian. And, um, you know, this fight went as expected. I didn't think that Caitlin's keep-away strategy would work against Valentina, but, and it didn't. You know, Valentina was very patient, just picked her apart for two rounds and then finished her with ground and pound in the third. You know, it was a dominant performance. Valentina said in her post-fight interview that she was hoping to finish her with a head kick, but I like that Valentina took Kate, what Caitlin gave to her and destroyed her because that's what the keep-away strategy deserves. I don't know what made Caitlin or her trainer, Mark Henry, think that it could possibly work against someone like Valentina. That type of strategy does, can be effective against lesser fighters, but not against an elite fighter. Okay? So now the UFC has a big problem because none of the potential title contenders are good enough. You know, the big hope was Macy Barber, but she's out with a knee injury. They keep bringing in fighters who keep failing. And I know Jessica I was was knocked out in her title fight, but she really looked good in her last fight with her new team at Extreme Couture. So I wouldn't mind seeing her face Joanne Calderwood for a title shot. You know, uh, when she was asked about it last night, uh, Valentino uh, mentioned uh, Joanne. She mentioned uh, Roxanne Modafferi and Jennifer Maya. She didn't mention Jessica because, of course, she's already beat her. But uh, fighters can improve sometimes. So, you know, the UFC is going to have to do something because now they're starting, uh, media is starting to ask her about, you know, a, a fight against Amanda Nunez. I don't think Valentina really wants to do that, and I don't blame her. Okay. Now, the other fight was. Uh, Lauren Murphy versus Andrea Lee, and uh, this was at flyweight as well, but these two are not title contenders. Uh, the fight went pretty much as expected, including the inept judging. Uh, both fighters are mediocre and ineffective, and neither punches hard enough to break an egg, and they both have poor defense. So I was not surprised the fight was close, and it went to a split decision. Uh, I scored a 29-28 for Andrea, but it was too close to call. It's it's just that one of the judges scored the fight 30-27 for Lauren, and fans got upset. And the other thing is that um, uh, commentary uh, thought that one of the judges wasn't watching the fight. So I don't know if that's the case. But anyway, there have always been problems in Texas you know, with judging because the Athletic Commission thinks they can use boxing judges who don't know MMA. And this happens a lot in Florida, too. The only thing the UFC can do is not go to Texas, which is unfair to fans there. So I know that UFC Director of Regulatory Affairs, Mark Ratner, is always hammering away at these state ACs to fix the problem of inept judges, but there is no simple solution. And some of the judging on last night's show was was really bad, okay, especially in the main event. So, you know, as I said, there's no real solution to this problem. Okay. Now... Uh, on Friday night, we had uh, Invicta FC 39, and the main event of this show was supposed to be Jinyu Fry defending her 
Invicta Atomweight Championship against Ashley Cummins, but she missed weight and was forced to forfeit the title. The fight still went on, but only Ashley could win the title. Uh, the fight was what I expected. Neither fighter really does enough to win fights decisively. And, you know, Ashley started out okay and probably won the first two rounds, but she slowed down over the rest of the fight and uh, Jin won by unanimous decision. So now the title is vacant. And Jin said afterwards that she is thinking about moving up to straw weight, which I actually think she will do if she can convince her husband to cooperate with her. Um, you know, I, it was not a great fight, in my opinion. Okay. Now, in a flyweight bout, uh, Miranda Maverick beat Pearl Gonzalez by unanimous decision. Miranda dominated, but she couldn't get a finish. Uh, I'd like to see her get either, get either a title shot or how about UFC signer? Okay. In an atom weight fight, uh, Alicia Zapatella uh, dominated Kelly D'Angelo and won by unanimous decision. In a flyweight bout, Aaron Blanchfield uh, beat Victoria Leonardo by second round head kick. And, and it's the, this is the best Aaron has looked since she's been in Invicta. Okay. So she's obviously made some adjustments. In an atom weight bout, Jillian DeCourcy beat Linda Mihalik by unanimous decision. And in an atom weight bout, Monica Franco beat Christina Pettigrew by unanimous uh, decision. Neither of those fights was anything special. Uh, March 6th is the next Invicta show. They're doing another Phoenix Rising tournament. Uh, I'm going to probably do a um, recap or whatever of that. Uh, probably do an analysis of that show sometime this week. Maybe tomorrow. Uh, now, we have one new fight announcement. It is um, uh, it is uh, UFC announced uh, several fights for the UFC on ESPN Plus 30, April 11th at the Moda Center in Portland. Uh, there are two women's bouts at strawweight. Carla Esparza will face Michelle Watterson. And at bantamweight, Julia Avila will face Carol Rosa. Uh, Carla is a former UFC strawweight champion. She's 32 years old, and she trains at Team Oyama in Redondo Beach, California. Her record is 15-6. and six and 6-4 and four in the UFC. Now, obviously, she is looking to get back in the title picture. She is on a two-fight winning streak. Michelle is 34 years old, and she trains at Jackson Wink in New Mexico. She's a former Invicta Atomweight champion. The problem is she's too small to fight at strawweight, and that was very apparent in her recent loss to Joanna Radzicic. But she is very popular, mostly because of sex appeal, and that's why she's on the co-main event of this show, is because she's very popular. I just don't see how a win over Michelle gets Carla any closer to the title. Okay, Julia is 31 years old from Oklahoma City. Her record is 7-1. She won her UFC debut in July over Panikianzad. I liked her in Invicta. Her only loss was when she suffered a broken finger during a fight. Carol is 25 years old from Brazil. She trains at PRVT, so she is a teammate of Jessica Andrade. Her record is 12-3, and, and she won her UFC debut over Lara Procopio by split decision. She's a pretty good striker, but uh, Julia is a more complete fighter, so I would favor her in this fight. And these two were supposed to fight in October, but Carol pulled out due to an injury. Okay, that's about it for today. Um, I'll be back. Uh, don't forget to watch those two videos on my blog, frankp316.blogspot.com. Uh, probably be back on Friday. Uh, we've got um, Becky Lynch versus Asuka tomorrow night on Raw. 
and later in the week, and uh, next week is a UFC show in New Mexico. Okay, and I'm also going to try and get that uh, new podcast of mine going. Okay, if you have any questions or comments about the blo- my blog or my podcast, you can leave them on Anchor's voicemail. If you would like to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later.